The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Something else we covered earlier in the show that I want to return to now is the horse racing industry because the Aintree Horse Racing Festival was on over the weekend. Uh, the uh, centrepiece, of course, the Grand National, and three horses died over the course of the festival. One in the Grand National, Hill 16, and that race had been delayed. The start of the Grand National itself delayed after protests from animal rights groups. Well, Sandy Thompson is the trainer, was the trainer rather, of Hill 16 and Sandy joins me now. Sandy, you're very, very welcome to the show. Um, Am I right in thinking you were placing some of the blame for Hill 16's death on those protesters? Yes, I am. Yeah. And Um, why is that? Facts and figures. So for start, Hill 16 has has, has jumped around Aintree twice. Um, in the Beecher Chase, the three-mile race. Um, he's been second and sixth, you know, so he was well used to the fences. And the statistics show that uh, the fences were modified about nine years ago. And in that nine years, an average of under two horses um, fell or unseated at the first and second fence. Um, on Saturday, there were eight horses um, either fell or unseated. And this was purely because, and you know, anybody you speak to, just spoken to Jamie Duff, who, who's travelling head lad to Lucinda Russell, you know, and she was dealing with Corrie Rambler, and she said it was horrible. You know, we didn't know what we were doing. It was tack on, it was tack off. Um, you know, we were leading our horse back down to the paddock, um, and, and other horses were cantering away to the start. Uh, so it, it, it got very fraught because of these protesters. And, you know, the statistics I've just quoted you know, show that something out of the norm, uh, the norm happened. Mm. And of course, this was a protest. And, and uh, b- b- before we speak to uh, uh, Orla Coughlin as a spokesperson for Animal Rising, can, can you just for people who, who don't know horses or don't know them well, uh, Sandy, give us a sense of, of why a delay like that might might spook them to the degree that eight of them fell at the first fence? Because, you know, the, the creatures of habit, we, they know what happens. They get the saddle on, they go, down to the, they go down to the paddock, they walk around the paddock two or three times, put the jockey on, they canter out to the course, um, they go down to the first fence. I mean, the Grand National, actually, they have a parade, and I actually think that's also a great help um, because it just gives the horse and jockey five minutes where they're parading, the jockey can gather his thoughts. The paddock, the paddock is, 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 is quite a... A busy place, and and the owners are obviously a lot of them are very excited. They're, they're new to the race, so it just gives the jockeys five minutes with the horse. The horse walks along, led led, led by its handler, just to gather their thoughts, settle the horse down. On Saturday, they came straight out to the paddock, cantered straight down to the start. Um, they didn't even have time to go to the first fence, and then and 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 then you know they were all jostling for position, and everybody was just very uptight. Uh, you know, it was it was mm. noted in commentary. I think I think Sir Anthony McCoy said, you know, he felt that a lot of the horses were were just uh, very uptight. Um, the jockeys were obviously uptight. The starter, I think, was was very, you know, he just wanted to get the race off. Yeah. And uh, you know, the race, the race, you know, there's meant to be no horse cantering going to the going to the when when they cross the starting line or till the, the starter drops his flag. And that certainly wasn't the case on Saturday. Um, okay. and, 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 you know, this was all pressure that was put on because of these so-called animal rights activists. Well, let me bring in Orla Coughlin as a spokesperson for Animal Rising. Orla, do you think those protesters bear any responsibility for what happened to Hill 16? 
Hi, thanks so much for having me on the show. Uh, first of all, I'd just like to extend my condolences um, to Sandy Thompson for the death of, of Hill 16. Um, it is incredibly sad, and I don't doubt that Sandy was um, very connected with um, the horse. Um, I think that the protesters bear absolutely no responsibility for this death. And I want to be really clear that I think that, frankly, it's a scandal for anyone within the horse racing industry to try and deflect the blame for the horrors that are going on. We know that three horses died over the course of the weekend. We know that there have been um, 40 other, not 49 other deaths in British horse racing since the beginning of the year. Um, and last year at the Grand National, four horses died. Are we to blame for those? Sandy? Yeah, I'm not talking about, about the other horses. What I'm talking about is that, you know, we in racing are working very hard. We're, we're changing things all the time. Um, and, and it's very sad. Horses, unfortunately, die. We, we, we don't want it to happen, but we cannot guarantee that when you have a race meeting, you know, horses, horses, horses will die. A very small proportion of horses will die, may I say. So, you know, we're, we're always working to do it. But Hill 16 is a completely different scenario to any of the other horses. This, the preparation for the race was, was turned in complete turmoil by these people who call themselves animal lovers. They haven't a clue about racehorses. They've just turned up at Aintree because they have picked a big event because they want to put it out there, who, that, you know, who they are. If you read their website, they're all about animal, I mean, plant-based feeds, you know, and there's not nearly enough research for, for anybody to think that this world at the moment could survive on animal, animal I mean, on, on plant-based feeds. You know, they have used the Grand National to, to promote their, 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 their animal rising, whatever you like to call them. That is simply the case of it. How were nine people going to stop the Grand National with all the security going on? You know, they, they, didn't, they didn't have a hope of stopping the Grand National. You know, there's a huge 57,000 people there, and thankfully some of the people from Liverpool, you know, were in agreement that these people shouldn't have been doing what they do. They have got their vehicles to go and speak to the RSPCA. They can go and speak to the World Wild, Wild Horse, Horse Trust you know, who are continually in, in touch with the BHA mm. to discuss the race, you know, and, and things will change. I'm quite sure things will change next year. Um, uh, you know, the, ra okay. the race is changing every year. Uh, Orla, so, can know, I go back to Orla? Orla, what, what change would yep. you like to see? Would you just simply like to see the race not happen, that horse racing would effectively be banned? Absolutely. You know, we're in 2023, and I think... There are so many ways that we can um, connect with animals, that we can enjoy animals, that we can spend a good weekend that don't involve uh, exploiting horses or, or any animal for that matter. I'd like to come in on, on one thing that Sandy mentioned um, about, I guess, what we're about as an, as an organization um, and why we, why we were at the Grand National. We were there for two main reasons. The first one is obviously that we are animal lovers. We really care about animals. We care uh, very much about horses and we were trying to prevent the deaths um, particularly the death of, of Hill 16 that happened in the race. Um, and the second big reason that we were there is to start this big public conversation. We believe that most good people really care about animals, really care about horses. I don't doubt that Sandy Thompson um, loves um, the horses that he looks after. 
But I don't think that our actions are in line with our values. I don't think that a horse dying every other day in racing in Britain, and those statistics are mirrored in Ireland, um, I don't think that's acceptable. And I don't think that is a true sign of caring for animals. So is, is this the start of a, a, a broader campaign, Orla? Because there's racing that happens, you know, up and down both of these islands every day of the week. Is, is this kind of going to be a one-off or should we expect to see more protests at more venues? Yes, so we're going to be doing as much as we possibly can to protect these animals and start this big public conversation. So we'll be going to other horse racing events across the summer um, and we'll also be doing things like rescuing animals from factory farms, um, from slaughterhouses, taking them out of harm's way. And that's all to have this big public conversation. We know that the way that we're treating animals has to change um, because it's at the centre of so many huge issues that we're facing. Number one, we're facing you know, massive amounts of, of animal cruelty. Um, we're killing 101 million animals in Ireland every single year. And if we continue at this rate, um, you know, we're, we're walking into this climate crisis. Sandy, it sounds like you're going to have to contend with this, you and fellow trainers, at more and more meetings over the course of the year. Yeah, and, and, and you know, that they're, they're going to come along... And, you know, are they going to be responsible for more the death of more horses? You know, the, the, these people um, really, you know, in, in farming, you know, is working very hard. And they're talking about factory farmers. It's very easy for them just to spout off factory farming. You know, in, 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 in this country, um, you know, our, our, our practices have huge standards, just like running horses in the Grand National. You know, our horses have to pass three vetting examinations before they're allowed to run, the last one on the day of the race. Um, you know, the, the welfare standards in, 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 in Britain and Ireland are far in front of anywhere in the world. Um, and, and, you know, they, they are totally wrong. They have this little idea that, you know, this world can be animal free. But, you know, one of their members was asked, what are you going to do? You're right, no more racing. What are you going to do with the 50,000 horses that, that now will, will no longer be used for racing? And they can't answer. I don't even think that they knew that the figure was 50,000. You know, the man just stood there and, 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 and yeah. didn't answer the question, well, basically. Well, let me, let me, before we wrap things up, go back to Orla. Uh, maybe she has an answer to that. Orla, what would you do with all the, 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 the horses currently in the equine industry? Well, I think most people can recognise this is not going to be a change that happens overnight. So what we'd have to start doing is stop breeding the horses into this industry. And ideally, you know, we could bring the horses that are currently racing into retirement and give them, let them live out the rest of their lives in safety. And what I would really love to see is down the line that we would end up having things like wild horses, you know, in, in that we, we don't see anymore. I've never seen a wild horse. Um, and I think it's horrific, the, the destruction that we've done to nature across Ireland. We're one of the most deforested countries in the whole of Europe. And I f- find it really shocking. Um, I'd just like to clarify that the deaths in horse racing are every other day. It's, it, this is it's not negotiable. Orla Coughlin, spokesperson for Animal Rising, and Sandy Thompson, uh, the a trainer of Hill 16, who died in the Aintree Grand National uh, over the weekend. Sandy and Orla, thanks a million uh, for joining us here on The Hard Shoulder. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.